Hello, listeners. In case you missed last week's podcast, Amy Hunter and I started our personal rankings of every episode in Adventure Time's fifth season. We started at number 52 and worked our way down to 26. And this week, you'll be hearing numbers 25 to 1. We actually recorded this months ago, so when you hear us talking about how we were still watching Fiona and Cake, that's why. Also, stick around for listener feedback afterwards. Anyway, enjoy the show. It's podcast time. Group all group of friends. We'll talk about very distant lands. We met the man and names a woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. Where are we? Number 20... 25. Okay. Uh, so we had episode 32, Earth and Water. Flame Princess is tested by Bubblegum. Yep, the highlight of this one, FP and Cinnamon Bun bringing out the best in each other. Beyond that, there's not a ton that I even really remember from this one. Like, I, I've, I've watched this one yeah. several times, and it's just never stood out quite too high. But, like, it, this is, like, one yeah. step below we're getting into our next category, which is love it. The good parts of this one are really good, and it just elevates it a little further than some other ones. Yeah, I think the thing that we liked most about this was the Flame Princess Cinnamon Bun kind of, like, relationship and how that that really flourished and was so surprising i think that that was what was big big for me definitely yeah it was really this might have been the first one i I said it with the last thing but this was like the first one where i don't know if finn's in this one at all other than maybe like a quick scene but like he's not Mm -hmm. around for anything and Mm -hmm. yeah princess bubblegum's there but it's nice for her to kind of be finding herself and she yep. still has, she does then team up with Cinnamon Bun, who becomes sort of like her friend, crutch, sidekick type thing. But like, she's really growing. Her hand. Episode, yeah. Her, ha- her hand yeah. is who <laughs> <it> becomes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like that one. That one will be up fairly soon. Um, nice. Yeah. Number 25 for me is episode 41, The Pit. Um, nice. Cool, cool. Like I had mentioned earlier, like they did a, this is one of their better cliffhangers that aren't an end of a season into a next season type of, of jump. Mm -hmm. I like that. He's getting like, I, as I put here, the Buffalo bill treatment in the basket, he gets his blood sucked out. And his response is, (laughs) 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 put the lotion in the basket. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know I'm not supposed to do that voice. (laughs) As long as you don't do the actual stand up and take off a trip, dance. Thing, I think, yeah, don't. Do I ain't on Zoom. I know. I, I'll. I'm just gonna put my papers up. You uh, me. You both. You're killing me. What you doing? Me. Your free time, Matt. Oh, yeah, this. Gross. No. No. Move yeah. on. Move on. We're moving okay. on. Okay. <laughs> rip. Rip, little buddy. That was so sad. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, the first 12 years we're asleep and then we wake up and he's like in this new world and then he just dies dies yeah it's so sad he's a happy he's like, little guy he's i'm just gonna act like he's still sleeping yep Aww. he's just instantly traumatized um yeah, there's a line where jake talks about making a tape for lady yes and mm-hmm. um, whenever finn's trying to find the stuff and he's he's like hey lady how's it um Another one of those references where I'm like, this is still a kid show. Like, uh-huh. I can't believe uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. This, this episode's got so much funny lines, stuff. I think. Yeah. 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 But my favorite part of the episode, Shelby, check please. Check please. <laughs> I love Keoth as, as the villain yeah. of this one. He's so funny. He's, He's like really the funniest villain, villain we've had in a while. Yeah. Keoth really was, was fantastic. I wish we could have seen a little bit more of him 
I feel like he's just yeah. more with the Jacob storyline. So it makes sense that he isn't always around, but he Definitely. was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, Agreed. he was. I agree. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. All right. Number 24, we had episode nine, All Your Fault. Uh, We're getting really into our more like love it. So these are episodes that are, I think a lot of them are interchangeable for us. So... For this, this is one you're referencing before, Maddie, was okay. Lemon John. It's the most positive. We've seen a, a Lemon Kingdom episode. Matt Matt will contend that the Lemon John, uh, John's sacrifice adds a lot of heart. It has creepy moments, but overall, just a great one. Yeah, I, I got this one mixed up with another Lemon Grab episode at some point. It's on my bad. 52 okay. episode, that's all good. A hundred percent, yeah. Well, this is fun. My number 24 is all your fault. Hey, nice. We do have some overlap. Nice. I can't believe it. The perfect one. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Did you enjoy, did you guys enjoy the reference from the thing? Oh, which part was that? When they they opened the door and the face is peeling. Yep. Absolutely. I was like, again, a wild thing to have in a kid's show. No kids seen the thing. But here we are. It's for the adults. So we're going to go see uh, the thing on the big screen next month. Well, I'm jealous. It's, I'm so excited. I've always wanted to see that movie on a, in a, in a movie theater. Yeah, that's why when you guys were talking about seeing Jurassic Park in 3D, like we went that it same It was weekend. so awesome. And yeah, it was, it was amazing. For that reason, like I really want them to, one of my best experiences ever was seeing Titanic years ago, about five or six years ago at one of its yeah. yearly, you know, 25 year thing mm-hmm. uh, in 3D and IMAX. And it's just like, they oh, should do that more often. Like, I wanted to go to that. Yeah. That was, yeah. they, they just did another one. They'll probably do another one in like four years. Just, mm-hmm. just wait. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, just, yeah. James Cameron needs okay. a little more money for Avatar sequels. <laughs> yeah, I, they just they them and uh, Avengers. They just keep releasing to see who's going to stay at the top. They just keep taking turns. It's the same. Yep. It's not the same movie over and yeah. over. What I love about Jurassic Park in 3D is like it wasn't distracting. It just like got you more immersed nope. in the movie. Yeah, get, yeah. Get a little bit of depth, and then every once in a while, like something would sort of jump out, but it wasn't. It wasn't like built for it, so it was more fun. Like when it yeah. happened, yeah, you didn't expect it as much. Especially there was a part at the end when um, the girl falls through and the raptor jumps up yes! into the ceiling tiles. Yeah. That one like really came out, and I was like, "Oh, oh, man. it was awesome!" And so I was with good. my six year old, and she was like so scared, even though she's seen it before. She still was like, knowing it's coming, it's freaking her out because yeah. they're coming out at you. Yeah. I, I loved Absolutely. it. Yeah. Okay, but back to this, all your fault. For me, Lemon Grab episodes are fantastic because it's just another chance for them to let him just be insane. Yep. Like, he's just going to be a crazy character. And it's I just love that unhinged side that he brings to this world. Like, for the most part, everybody, even in their craziness, it's because they're kind of... His is also because he's stupid, but he's like a special kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Unpredictable... Yeah. Unhinged. He is fantastic for that. I do have my headcanon here when they talk about that formula being left. Mm-hmm. I believe that she left it 
with the lemon grabs just to see what they would do for her studies. Like she's studying, okay, if I leave this, what are they going to like? Cause she could have easily helped make the people and then like left, but no, she's like leaving him in charge and she's like testing him to see like what he's going to do for future studies. And I, and I wrote the fact that she wouldn't fix their hearts proves that she doesn't see them as her people, but as objects to study. So another, yeah. mm, you can totally see that. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah. Number 23 is episode 35. Love games. <laughs> Finn offers to marry slime princess. Uh, I, <laughs> so one of the reasons I like this one so much is it's like, I get like a laugh a minute in this one. I find Blargatha to be hilarious. The whole Guillermo thing was really funny. I loved the, the, the slime King. And of course, I love the song on this one. This is just such a goofy, ridiculous episode. And I think I kind of love it for that. Plus one. All right. Yeah, is Even though it was my unacceptable of the season, it, it did have a lot of season one vibes to it. Yeah, I think that's oh, one of the totally. things I loved about it. Yeah. All right. Number 23 for me is Vault of Bones. Vault of Bones. Mm. Do the splits. <laughs> like, there's some good stuff in this including the fact that we get Keith David again. Evil, mm-hmm. evil, evil. Yes. That's fun. Um, anytime he's in it, I'm in heaven. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Yep. Adventure Time is really good at dungeon episodes. They like, they've yes. nailed dungeon episodes. And yep. I think the most important question to ask off that is, um, how many dungeons are there and why? Why are there so many dungeons? Mm. It doesn't make sense. Like, we can't go find dungeons in this world. It's supposed to somewhat be the same world, right? Yeah, it's so, like it's like a Zelda game. It's like, yeah, who built all these dungeons? So why are they here? <laughs> yeah, why are there why so are many dungeons? Here? Yeah, um, we love it, we love a great dungeon episode. So all of the dungeon episodes are really higher, much higher for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, totally agree. It's yeah. also crazy that he's able to find all these dungeons like when no one's ever explored them. Like, yeah, oh, but that's who he or, is, though, right? Like, radical adventure, adventure boy. <laughs> he yeah. just he has like a sense for these things <laughs> yeah and i do and i do i this is a episode where while it is a finn and flame princess we don't get to see her as much we do get to see like while she has the potential for like she just has this rage and this power mm-hmm. that she's mm-hmm. not actually evil she just needs to mature a little bit more and be able to control yeah. that power and that's like this is leading into like we're talking about with the red throne like seeing her or even earth and water where she's like actually growing and accepting a role of like, she can be a leader. And this is kind of the beginning sprinklings of that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Number 22, we had episode 29 sky witch and we talk about a pleasant surprise. Yeah. PB stealing the show. It's great seeing her and Marcy team up. We've talked about this a little bit already. So yeah. Love this episode. Yep. This is one of those episodes where I love PB. All right, 22 for me is episode 51, Lemon Hope Part 2. Interesting, okay. I This one fell a couple spots for me. Um, Uh And not that I dislike anything about it. It just, I probably think about this one a good amount, but I get, because they do the Lemon Hope song twice during the show, during Mm the season, it's not like that's something that tethers me to this episode in particular. It's just kind of like, I like that end of the, episode song yeah and overall for me like the lemon hope story is good but i just don't love it (laughs) like i just i'm good with it 
Yeah. It's not as fun. I kind it's of feel the same way. Enjoyable. It, I do find it very good. There's just other character storylines that, yeah, exactly what you said. Yeah. There's just and then others I enjoy more. I it le- it does leave me at the end as he's walking through how far however far in the future. Like I want to know how far in the future it is because like everything's destroyed. Even when we watch some of this newer future stuff, like not everything's destroyed. Or I don't know how far in the future is that, and like what's happened. So it, it does have me wanting to know more. But I do like yeah. that he's ending his story with that freedom he so desired. Yep. Yeah, he has a line yeah. at the end where he's like, all right, see you in a thousand years. So I do wonder if he literally came back a thousand yeah. years later. I did wonder yeah. that as well. Yeah. If it's exact, it probably is. They wouldn't say a thousand. And I mean, I guess they could, they can do whatever they want, but I don't think they would, but yeah, yeah. it's uh, I, I enjoy it for the most part. It's just not like as like funny or as crazy as some yeah. of these other episodes, but it's, it's a good fitting ending to the lemon hope saga. Absolutely. I think we'll we'll share more of our feelings about mm-hmm. it when we talk about it on ours. But yeah, I can I hear all the things you're saying and definitely agree. Yep, that's actually an episode that jumped up a few spots for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, number twenty one, episode eighteen, Princess Potluck. Uh, <laughs> very Ice King centric. This is Ice King comedy gold. Gunter goes undercover at the Princess Potluck at the Ice King's bidding. Yeah, this one's just like it's a laugh a minute episode. There's like nothing yeah. terribly special about this one. It's just we had so much fun watching it that it had to go higher up on the list. Yep. Again, it's like one of those episodes where it's like the balance of story and enjoyment. And this is where that enjoyment piece comes in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he was invited to the party the whole time. And he's just. Yeah. Never checked his mail. <laughs> <laughs> Who checks their mail anymore? Yeah. Come on. It's weird that he has mail. <laughs> yep. That yeah, thank you. <laughs> this is one of those cases where it feels like an earlier season episode, but in a good way. Yeah, yeah. There, there's yeah. an episode coming up because um, I rewatched it today and I started noticing all of the weird intricacies of the Candy Kingdom and mm-hmm. how it's like, well, wait, why do they have that? And, what do they have? and I'll get into that when we get there. But they, their world building is really weird because it seems like a ton of world building. Um, yes. But it doesn't yeah. always fit, and like mail's kind of in there. Like, okay, does somebody deliver mail? Like, how does that work? So many questions. Why? Yes. Yeah, and it's just well, like a throwaway yeah, joke in the show. How does it work? We've talked about we've talked about this in the in the series, like yeah. in our podcast, multiple times. Like it different was... things that come up that were just like, wait, so there has to be a lot of infrastructure for this to be a real thing. So there's so a department really of transportation, and yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. All right, for me, episode, or number 21 is episode 32, Earth and Water. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much I really have to add to this other than, like, it is just nice to get more Flame Princess. I wish we had more. Um, yeah. It, that's kind of it, but I okay. like where it goes from here on out. It was just another, like, yeah. good episode where we get Jessica DeSico being awesome. Yep. It's a great yeah. way to set up where she's going to be going from here on out. Yeah. So that leads us to uh, our 20 is um, episode 47, Red Throne. You know, we've talked about it already. We've we've talked about how cool the arc is for uh, Cinnamon Bun. Just a great episode overall. Yeah, definitely. Also, I love what her, like, yeah, it's so good. It's so, so good. Love it. Love, love, love it. All right. I do do love that a lot of our 
uh, Flame Princess episodes are all like right here in the middle. Like yeah. it's kind of yeah. like, like up matter, our middle, but we wish there was more to it. Like it's good, yeah. but it could be better type thing. But like ultimately, like mm-hmm. we like them. Yep. All right. The next one for me, this one moved up a couple spots just because I think I'll, okay, I'll get into it. Episode 45, Blade of Grass, Blades of Grass. Mm, um, nice. Yeah. What comes from this storyline, I really, really love. And that's where I think maybe my bias comes in a little bit more, but I really like how it's just, it does seem like an episode one, just he needs another sword. He's got to go find it grass wizard all this like he's fighting the tardigrades that that's kind of a wild thing to throw (laughs) in there but like there's a lot of fun Mm -hmm. to it i believe we get no we get a little choose goose yes we do but they don't go to choose goose yeah he's a little frosty about it (laughs) yeah Yeah. i get it but he's like well i mean last time he gave us a cursed blade so like kind of on you bro Um, yeah (laughs) yeah but like this episode, probably for me, the reason I'm ranking higher is the future. Like knowing what comes of this, mm-hmm. I like seeing this origin of sorts. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Some, some so of the sorts. I have no idea. I have no idea what you're talking about. So exactly. That's, really that's why I'm being vague. I'm assuming it has to do with Fern, Enjoy the sword. But I don't. Hey, maybe, maybe. maybe it I don't know. We'll see. I, I don't even know who Fern is. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard of that name. <laughs> That's season What's five. <laughs> What's Adventure Time? <laughs> what is Adventure Time? Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like how yeah. some big things coming up in the show have such small beginnings. Like yeah, this episode doesn't feel like an important one while you're watching it. And same mm-hmm. with like Apple Wedding with a like some of the characters introduced in that one. It's like whoa, yeah. really? Of all mm-hmm. episodes, this is where they started. Interesting. Well, I'm excited to find out more about these things you speak of. Yeah. Uh, number nineteen is episode twenty, which is. Sh- uh, the guys use signs to talk. Okay. Uh, just found this one very funny. Uh, we we enjoyed yes. the story, uh, visual storytelling without any um, spoken dialogue for the most part. Thought it was funny that yeah. Bemo's freaking out the whole time. Yeah, yeah, just oh, enjoyed yeah. it. Finn and Jake, <laughs> bikini so girls, good. get them. They're That's not so Finn and Jake. I love the un- unrealistic <laughs> amount of things that Jake has written in a short amount of time. Yes, yes. And then all of Finn's so cards are. Good job, Jake. Way to go, Jake. Yep. Love you. Yep. <laughs> Makes him feel super guilty. Yep. Aw. <laughs> yeah, just enjoy oh, this one. I, I actually I, I don't have as much to say about this one as I would have thought, considering yeah. its placement in our list. But yeah, I'd watch but it again. I do think yeah. it's great. I think it was just a good visual storytelling. You know, it wasn't yeah. necessarily like dialogue heavy or things like that, but it was great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a lot of his visual humor. And yeah. you're reading it. Like my daughter tried to watch that one with me and she's like, can we pause it? Because she can read. But they were like flashing it a little too quick. Yeah. So I was thinking yeah. that's probably lower on most kids' list because it's just a lot more of like sight humor mm-hmm. over yeah. the jokes and like weird stuff they would sometimes do. Um, yeah. You know what yeah, I love like about the, what you just said is that you're making an assumption that kids are ranking these episodes. <laughs> kids don't rank things. <laughs> oh, I are guess we weird? not. I think it's, yeah, probably a little. <laughs> Is this just a millennial thing? <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Millennials like to rank things. <laughs> it's our favorite. Uh, All right. For me, number 19 is episode 26, Wizards Only Fools. Nice. Yeah. Um, I love any wizard city, whizbiz, any of that stuff. Yeah. I want more. And I think at the time I wrote this, I hadn't really watched. I don't even know if I watched that episode. 
in uh, Distant Lands yet. I think that's the only one I haven't watched. That's the only one I haven't watched either. Yeah. There's like a whole thing there, but I just kind of, I need to watch it. I just, I never got around to it. Yeah. I do. I just, I love Wizard City. I love how it's all like, you know, PB doesn't believe in it, but yet it's here and it exists. But how much of it is real? And you got like Ron James is just fantastic. Ron James is great. Yeah. Ron James is great. And in my original notes, I said, Matt, please exclaim y'all is fakes. Y'all is fakes. I can't remember how he says it. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's it's a hard one wow. to do just because his voice is so different. But yeah, I love Ron James. I like that all of her candy citizens are just immediately like conspiracy theorists again. And uh-huh. like trust yeah. her. And like it does in this way, sprinkles a little bit for like Apple Wedding where they're all with yeah. the King of Ooh. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't I don't see your authority here, Princess Bubblegum. <laughs> the the biggest takeaway I have from this one is I'm so thankful Abraka Daniel was not sacrificed. He is too lovely. <laughs> he is the winner of the wizard battle. He needs yep. to be respected right. by his peers. Why are they treating right. him this way? Right. Turn exactly. and push. I love Abraka Daniel. He's one I of my do. favorite characters. I, it, it was an embarrassing amount of time it's before so I realized what his silhouette is. Oh, a silhouette. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, like, as soon as she saw him, she's like, uh, hey, man. My, my poor like, innocent what? mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, blew my mind. All right. So for 18, we did episode 19, James Baxter. James Baxter. James Baxter. Love it. James Baxter. It's a really fun time. Very quotable. Lots of memorable scenes. It's just good. It's all right, it's, good. It's just memorability factor. This is like an iconic episode in my mind. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. Yep. I'll have more on that later because it's that's the same thing. Like it just as memorable as ever from absolutely. The show. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Number eighteen for me is episode thirty-one. Too old. Nice. I do like mm, this is the beginning of the lemon hope, lemon hope saga. Uh, I really like seeing Lemon Grab 1 as more of the tyrant and kind of feel bad for Lemon Grab 2. Like, it's mm-hmm. interesting uh-huh. that there's, like, a good Lemon Grab in a way. Um, yeah, right? I just, this is the one where he fully eats him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, really? fully eats him in this one. So, it's, like, upsetting to watch. He doesn't show back up for, like, I think it's the Lemon Grab, two, or Lemon Hope Part 2 is when he busts out of him of his mouth and like they he helps yes, women hope and like pull that's like a tr- out of the ears yeah that's a 20 episode like they just waited you see mm-hmm. him being devoured yeah. whole wild and then he's just, trapped on there the whole time episodes later they come back to it yeah it that one was wild that was just yeah and it's yeah a weird episode because of lemon grab again but yeah wild. Mm-hmm. I love watching the evolution of the character. It's 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 fascinating. He's one of those characters that like you wouldn't have thought upon his first appearance on the show that this guy would have such an arc, but it's wild. Yeah. It is really cool. Yep. Uh number 17 is episode 46, Rattle Balls. So uh, great moral questions while still being funny and entertaining. Uh yet it's just short of being one of the top as far as memorability. Uh, every time I watch this one, I love it and I'm always surprised that I don't watch it more often. I like, again, like the moral questions with PB in this one. Rattle Balls as a character is great. Uh, yes, I agree. I wish Finn didn't rat him out. <laughs> yeah. Bound by honor. Yep. Bound by honor. But yeah, this, <laughs> I think this episode's just swell. It's awesome. I like yep. it. 
It was like a good training it, montage though. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, training montage automatically puts it up there. That's like having a dungeon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this next one jumps 16 spots up my list. Ooh, that's crazy. Upon reviewing. So it was 33, it's now 17, but it's episode four up a tree. Hey. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Hey. And you know, trying to still separate it from the Fiona and Cake episode where they were back. Uh-huh. I went back to sit down and actually rewatch it. And I just, I really enjoyed it. Whereas I feel like before, maybe it was like the eccentricities of it. Like I was just so, I don't know. I just, I didn't find it as, it was maybe too eccentric. That's that's probably just where mm-hmm. I have to leave yeah. it. It was like too eccentric. I could see that. And I enjoyed I it, but that. it was like, eh, I could take it or leave it. But yeah, on this watch through again, like, I had like a newfound love for it. It is weird mm-hmm. that the episode just ends. Like there's yeah, no like he he's still small. He's the still flying through the air. I, I always always think yeah. about that. that. Yep. Now when I play frisbee though with my daughter, like she likes to go out and play, just throwing a frisbee, and I'll throw yep. it. I'm like the perfect throw. <laughs> More like the perfect <laughs> blow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, oh man, like, I, hey. I swear I could just quote this one from beginning to to, to finish yeah, at this all point. The, the yes and no's. He's like. Yes, yes. Uh, I could, but no, uh-huh. yeah, all that stuff. Well, He's yes, like, and I'm no. really flying off a thousand, a thousand feet away. Yeah, yeah, but also in my no. mind. Yeah, in there's a lot mind. of good stuff in, in that my mind. mind. Where's my It's so quotable. It's so. Quotable. There's a lot of good quotes in that one, and Jim Cummings being one mm-hmm. of the voices in there, like, yeah, it, and it sounds a lot like you know the Winnie the Pooh Tigger because he voices all of them. Uh-huh. Uh, Pete. Pete from the the goof Goofy, troop and all that yeah. stuff, yeah, yep, yeah, wrong yep. Like he he has a lot of that in some of these characters, and it's just fun. Yeah, so yep. moved up yep. sixteen spots. I hope you don't hate me. No, uh, this <laughs> this know, episode is all about the voice performances. Like everybody mm-hmm. is so good at this one. You have like the porcupine. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody has like their little moment to shine in this one, and I love how like when they're all chanting in the tree, part of the tree. Like their voices are all in unison, but then when it cuts to yeah. any individual person, their voice stands out like crazy. You're like in the tree, yeah. And I do like in the end, like he's like, and if I had a buddy to get out of here with me, like would I leave? Yes, but could I? No. And Finn just like, hey buddy, yeah, hey buddy, let's get out of here. Yeah, his eyes light up. I love it. I Finn love just walks it. out of the cage yeah. too. Yeah, he just steps out. Let's get out of here. Are you what are you squirrel? doing? Get out of here. What are what you are doing? You doing? After those, so two. Two. <laughs> all right, let's move on. We could quote this all day. Um, episode sixteen. My earbuds are gonna die. Episode or uh, number sixteen on our list. Episode eight, mystery dungeon. Love, love, love. All the characters in this one were really showcased so well. There's great depth. Nectar shines. Great, great episode. Absolutely. All right, sixteen for me is episode eleven. Bad little boy. Bad little boy. Um, uh, I love Donald Glover. I love him. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. perfect as Marshall Lee. I actually months ago wrote, I wish we could have seen more of him because he doesn't yeah. come back. So it's great that we are seeing more of him. Um, yeah. It does make sense that he's like so cool because Marceline wrote it. So it's like makes a ton of sense yeah. why he's such a cool character. But the interesting yeah. dichotomy of him also being the bad guy mm-hmm. that she may see herself more of that way. Like I'm cool, but I'm also bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's something to yeah. that. I love the song Good Little Girl, Bad Little Boy. Like, that's one of my favorite of the show, especially whenever they get to the Bad Little Boy part in the second half. Like, I really like mm-hmm. 
again, I'm a big fan of his music. So I thought it was great. I just, I, I like the episode a lot. It's one of my favorite Fiona and Cakes. I'm not saying it's one of the best ones, but mm-hmm. just because yeah. of my feelings, like I really like this one. Yeah. yeah. This one too, that if I went back and watched it, I'd probably feel way different than I did this last viewing too. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. Uh, number 15, episode 12, Vault of Bones. Uh, we've actually talked quite a bit about this one already. And I, th- I think we've all shared like everything that I have to say about it. Uh, it's a dungeon crawler, really fun, uh, really fun one-liners in this one. I like some of the some of the ghouls in the dungeon, the doing the splits. Yeah, I just I I, I enjoy it. I'll pop this one on anytime. He gets the keys. Like, oh, can we put it in here? Nope, nope. <laughs> Gotta find He's it. So, like, she's like, this is so boring. And it's like it's showing like somebody who who loves dungeon crawler video games, and then you have the other person that's like, I don't get this. You're just going back and forth. It's like we get to go back and forth. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> What playing World of Warcraft really highlights that for me when I you know, it's like oh it's like you're farming or you're doing like these quests and you have to go back and forth and back and forth and it's like yeah it's awesome <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yeah all right number fifteen on my list is number eighteen Princess Potluck nice um, mm. it, I just Ice King's the best uh, he's yeah. so funny he's so good when they I've found that Ice King episodes tend to rank higher on my list than any other specific character um but really there's so much good in this and because of the wonky timeline that it's happening at the same time as bemo noir from last season there's all these like funny little things that like even yeah. if you go back and watch bemo noir there's like things that don't fully get answered until this episode yeah. and then if yeah. you haven't seen that one you wouldn't get them yeah i believe yeah. that's where the jake comes back and there's an arrow sticking out of him yes and yes. in this one it shows that it was that crazy squirrel <laughs> I think this this um season is where I think they really figured out the writing for for Ice King and I think mm-hmm. they did such a great job and I, I I couldn't be happier with the development of Ice King in this. sometimes he could be too much in like season one mm-hmm. uh yeah and this is like they they really found the balance like Ice King comedy episodes at this point are like some of the funniest episodes yeah I totally yeah, it was agree the, um the Holly Jolly Secrets being that like turn for him where he goes from being just kind Agreed. of a villain to like a sympathetic villain, Agreed. but even then like kind of a regular dude. It's another episode of like, he could have, they would all be his friend at this point, but yeah. he's so weird yeah. and doing so many weird stuff. He's like in his own head because he's crazy because of the crown. Like yep. right. some of my favorite episodes going forward have to deal with the crown and everything that's involved with that. And then him and yeah, it's just, mm-hmm. I think I answered on when he was on Twitter on like favorite episodes and like, yeah, the one where it's like the history of the crown, like that might be my favorite episode of the whole show. Yeah. Yeah. So Interesting. Is that evergreen? Yep. Yeah. I oh, love that episode. Yeah. Well now you just ruined the, uh, when she has to guess about the episode. <laughs> She'll forget it by that. That's yeah. like a year away. <laughs> yeah. She'll get a plus Hunter, plus on that one. I will literally forget. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling Matt, I was like, as soon as these episodes are over, it's gone out of my mind. So, <laughs> all right, so let's move on. Uh, number 14, we have episode six, Jake the Dad. Love yep. this. Uh, I think primarily for us, it was the fox that made it. Yep. Uh, a goofy side character sometimes can really make an episode. Uh, like, look yes, at Sir I Slicer agree. and Blood Under the Skin or Drop yeah. Ball Guy. <laughs> okay. Episode 40, Play Date is my 14th. Uh, 
for me, this is like where you start getting from like really good episodes to like some of my favorite, like the great episodes of this season. Uh Abrick Daniel just, he warms my heart and I love all the little goofy things they do with their, it's fun to watch their friendship like blossom. And then you'll see it more going forward. Like he wants to hang out with Abrick Daniel. They become actual friends going forward. And it's nice for him to have that. Like he's jealous at first of uh i think he says something like you're trying to get in all my skis like <laughs> yep <laughs> but he's just they they become two like children i know that's the opening art is them as babies yeah but they yep. are like little babies and finn and jake are just so over it they're happy that they don't have to deal with them anymore ice king but like and then he drops the line after Kioth takes jake and he's like oh the ice king's been fixed for weeks we can go back to my place and they're like, uh. <laughs> you know, the cut to Finn's face, and he's just like shocked. Like, yeah, like such a good ending. Yep, yeah, yep, yep. Absolutely, comedy gold. I love that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh number thirteen for us is number thirty-six, Dungeon Train. Uh, love it almost by default. Dungeon episodes always seem to be awesome and among our favorites. Uh, I just, yeah. I, I love all the the things that he's fighting in the dungeon. I like seeing Finn lose himself in here. And I, I like Jake's whole part of the story here too. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah, I don't know. Just this one's just really enjoyable. I'll, this is another one that I'd throw on any day. I think so too. And I, again, I think we get the the best of both worlds, where you know you're getting the dungeon part, which I absolutely love, but then you're also getting just like the story arc aspect, where he's he's actually healing from the stuff he's been going through, and he's doing it in his way. And I and I love that they give space for that, yep. and they normalize like. Hey, like there's not one way for everybody to heal, so it's cool, you know. I probably yeah. have it lower than I should, but that's <laughs> it okay. Is a good no one. judgment. No judgment whatsoever. Yeah. Okay, number thirteen for me is episode two, Jake the Dog. Nice. Mm. Um, I wrote Finn the Human walked, so Jake the Dog could run. Like hey. Finn the Human's oh, episode is just so. Way. Yeah. Yeah, it's it is a perfect it's set up. It's a good setup episode, but it sets up so much that when you get to this one, like it's just crazy how he seems to be speaking of Dungeon Train, he cares so much about Finn. He's like mm-hmm. bending over yeah. backwards. And then you go to the little people episode and he doesn't show up for four weeks. And then this one, he's just hanging out with Prismo and the Cosmic Owl in a hot tub rapping and eating pickles. Like while Finn's going through this, yeah, yeah. Going through some it, stuff. Is, it is odd, right? Yeah, and it's yeah. just crazy. Like, I do love the wholesome nature that Jake has with like Prismo and Cosmic Allen. He can just hang out, and he's cool. And it's, I like yeah. that that we built that through this episode. Yeah. But it is weird that he just doesn't seem to care more about everything that Finn's going on the TV right next to him. Yep. So, is it that he doesn't care or is it that he's like literally like, I don't know what to do. So he's frozen. You know what or, I mean? He, he has that in his mind too. That like Finn can take care of himself. And he's like, ah, oh, whatever. Yeah. And yeah, and that's true. At this point, does he, st- I can't remember. He still gets a wish. Is that's how mm-hmm. it ends. Maybe I, you would think at some point, maybe he's just seen how it plays out. Yeah. But like, yeah. Do another question based off that. Does Finn retain those memories of mm. farm world Finn? You know, or I'm not it sure it's all negated. And does Jake remember it? Because he has to remember Prismo and all that stuff. I'm pretty yeah, sure he does. goes in the vault. Yeah. It might go in the vault. Yeah. It, it's never really touched upon <laughs> if he remembers it or not. Yeah. I don't think they ever bring it up, but I would assume mm-hmm. he doesn't because they would like, 
that world does exist out there though as we'll see uh-huh. in future episodes as well as in future shows yeah yeah wink, wink, nudge nudge yeah <laughs> yeah yeah good points good points all right so number 12 we had blade of, uh blade of grass we love it just an enjoyable episode i really like finn's arc in this where he is able to like take this weird experience of like like seeing a cursed sword and really just make it a new and like useful extension of himself which i think is really neat absolutely it's good reframing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's a good lesson <laughs> for the kids oh. for the children <laughs> it's a good uh, message for the children oh my god number 12 for me is episode 34 the vault nice ah. i keep saying nice I, it's it's crazy that an episode this fantastic is going to be sitting at 12 like that to me is a testament yeah. to how good right? of a season this is like absolutely i am absolutely in love with some of these episodes we just talked about yeah. yet they gotta they have to fall somewhere in the ranking so yeah i love i love when adventure time does these either past storylines future storylines alternate mm-hmm. reality storylines like there's mm-hmm. some and it's not even fully it's world building in a way but even with alternative realities like the multiverse is so interesting we're getting kind of smacked over the head with it right now from hollywood yeah, but I yeah. still love yeah. the idea. Like that's why weird to say I love the show Lost, and mm-hmm. even with it's not as great of ending, I still loved it. Like I still I have it Wait, on Wait, Lost ended. Sorry, <laughs> did it? I mean, it did, but did it? Did um, it? Question mark. <laughs> they ended something. I don't know. Yeah, uh, but uh... yeah, it's like I watch this one. And I'm just I like that how it ends. We see this weird like that re- reincarnation exists in some form and fashion in this universe mm-hmm. yeah or all the characters and that they're just all like cool with it they all are just like yeah that's part yeah. of the world like it's such an interesting yeah. world and yeah. the story they built and Absolutely. a payoff to right. one of my favorite episodes the party one i can't remember the name of it all of a sudden um where they have the uh mystery mystery party mystery the creeps Dungeon. The creeps. There you go. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, oh, that episode's fantastic. I just again another line to quote all the time. I'm Randy Butternubs. I'm Randy Butternubs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like them to go all the way. It was uh, Prince Hotbod. Was Prince Hotbod. Yep. And, uh, but to go all the way from that episode and have the show go like storyline be yeah. way wrapped yeah. up, mm-hmm. and we're gonna see some of those characters again. In another future show, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Well, yep. You know what I think is interesting <laughs> is that, and, and I'm gonna, you know, I'd like to share, you know, because our the vault is pretty close in our our next couple of yeah, episodes so, here. So we'll cover you that know, here too. Having like Shoko is freaky in in the creeps, you know, like it was terrifying, but then understanding, like, really building this kind of actual understanding of her universe and how it applies to Finn and how it actually was fine you know it's just really mm-hmm. fascinating and i i just think that they do such a good job of you know helping us understand like this is a really multi-layered place and we may not fully understand it but that gives creative like license for the writers to take it wherever they want to go and mm-hmm. build as many layers as they want and we aren't getting like this straight shot story it like 
builds a foundation and then it's like, oh wait, no, that was actually a scaffolding to another foundation and mm-hmm. that was a scaffolding. And you know, it's like really fascinating to watch this. Definitely. And, and, and I think and, I think Shoko's yeah, Shoko's story really highlights that. Sorry, go ahead. For sure. And I love uh Paul Shear again in this episode as uh, yeah. the leader oh, of the yeah. bathtub gang. Ten my fingers with knife. <laughs> fingers with knife. <laughs> I talk good. Yeah. Um but as you were saying, Hunter, like how the show's good with the past and future storylines and alternate universe stuff. Cause going forward on our list, we got a few of those in like our top tier. So yeah. Yeah. Really good stuff. Uh, number 11 for us is Finn the human episode one. Uh, we loved it. The guys meet Prismo for the first time here. Um, and like you said, it, it's a good setup for a second half. That's going to be even better. Um, yeah. We almost rewatched yeah. this one last night just because I think we both remember quite a bit more from Jake, the dog than we do from Finn, the human. But I know that overall, we like this one a lot. Just not as much as the second one. Yeah. Number 11 for me is episode 49, Bad Timing. Like, Mm. for me, this one's just, it's a wild ride. Like you guys had mentioned earlier, the way it ends is just so sad. And it packs such Mm -hmm. a punch. And you feel it like somebody's life Mm -hmm. was ruined. Mm-hmm. because of this and I, I feel like lsp's ruined a lot of lives but this one just felt she like she has for real especially <laughs> sad because there could have actually been something there and she, she yeah. had the to actually be happy with johnny yeah and it and it I just think- also mark Proch is the best colin robinson love him. oh yeah <laughs> he was so good love him yeah, He's I so think good. Um, the thing the thing that is so sad about this episode is it really highlights how jacked up LSP is. And She's in a bad how place. She yeah. she self sabotages and she really has created her own problems in a lot mm-hmm. of ways, and it just is sad and, it, and it's hard to watch someone struggle like that. You yep. know, she has zero impulse control. Yes, yeah, it might have for sure one of the worst feeling endings too, with the fact that he's stuck in this weird limbo and she just yep. gets to forget. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like yep. she shouldn't be able to forget. I, I would think I agree. She should have had to have that be something that weighs on her, but it's a yeah. kid show. Yeah. We just got to keep it somewhat light and happy and move on. But it was like, man, that yeah. this is heavy. And that I kind of, that's, that's hurts. why it's this high for me. It's just right outside the top 10. I kind of, I like the heaviness. There's, there's some episodes yeah. like that, the show where they end on a note where you're like, I guess that's that for that character. Um, another one that reminded me of that is uh, I'm Don Don Juan Terry Tempo, or uh, what's it, where they yeah. use some of Finn's DNA in the end yeah. to stop this yeah. other thing, and it's locked in battle with it for all eternity, and it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh no, and then that it was never yeah, pretty yeah. sad overall. Yep. What was that? Yeah. Oh, uh, gosh, I can't remember. Goliad. Goliad. Yep. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right, so we are to our top 10. Um, So we will bust through these. So we put as number 10, number episode two, Jake the dog. Uh, We loved it. We thought, again, I love how you put it. um, Finn the human was created so Jake the dog could run, right? So it was was awesome. And I know I jacked up the quote, but um, (laughs) you said it perfectly. Uh, I... I think this was a great episode. Loved it. Loved all the different um, aspects of it. I don't think we need to keep rehashing it, but good episode. All right. Number 10 for me. And this is one that I watched literally was the episode I watched right before we got on. Um, and it oh, fell yeah? six spots for me. <gasps> it fell from number four to number 10. Damn. But uh, episode 42, James. Hey. Wow. Mm. I still really like James. 
I support um, that. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, huh? yeah, on the rewatch, like, I like a lot of the aspects of this episode. I do not like James, though, much as a character. He's so... No, not at all. He sucks. Yeah. Which, is, yeah. which is why he is who he is. I just really like the, they're sad, they're messed up, they're feeling like, they feel real feelings. And then yeah. they go, you know, we go back and we see how it plays out. And, you know, it's fun to see the people that have been affected by the Mushroom War. And we've mm-hmm. really only seen them in the Marcy episodes. And then I, that might be it. The Simon and Marcy episodes are the only time they really show up because they're not. Yeah. yeah. So I like the type of horror who done it, like how much, like, because it, it could have ended with all of them dying. But mm-hmm. the fact that, I like that we're we're expecting James to be a bad guy, but it turns out he's really expendable. Which, if you notice, when mm-hmm. they go out in their suits, he's wearing the red suit, which Star Trek yeah. red suit, <laughs> the one that's, that's gonna die. Funny. I didn't so notice that. I do I do like that they're at the end. Like there's there's a James there's another James story that happens later in the show that follows up this storyline, and I like where it goes. So for me. While it may fall at the moment, like overall, I actually like the James storyline and what it's saying. And there's it another episode I feel like with PB, just she's sacrificing them because it's an easy sacrifice to make because she can just make another one. And it's like, mm-hmm. is that a good thing or a bad thing? And then you look at that question. Like, yeah. it's not the same James that, that she yeah. created. Yeah, it's it's it can be it's a it's a heavy episode again. Yeah. Number nine is episode 34, The Vault. Uh, we've already talked quite a bit about this one. Shoko's story. Um, this is another one that ends on like a really moving note where like she crawls up that hill while she's dying and she becomes the tree that they ultimately live in. Mm-hmm. Yep. I adore this episode. I think it's fantastic. It gets better and better for me every time I watch it. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Number nine for me. Episode 39. We fixed a truck. Yeah. Yay! It's just, it's, it's good. It's just fun. Weird Al's the best. It goes from regular, just fun to unhinged. It reminds me of all the greatness that is season one and two and like what they, they just nailed it. Like we did fun character stuff. The whole premise of like banana man just wants friends and he sings these good songs and like Vino's like, I don't know. I just love a lot of it. Yep. This is one of those episodes I just love from beginning to finish too. It's, it's like the pure essence of everything good from yeah. seasons one and two. I do also like I that agree. Starchy, this is in fashion with the conspiracy theories of the season, but he has like a late night talk show and it's yep. all about conspiracies, but it actually is correct. She has been taken over by some giant lizard creature. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> and it's just, it's it's really wild. And then, yeah, rip. I put Rip Hot Daniel, your 5,000 candles in the wind. <laughs> I love Aww. it. Oh, the moment of... of PB's tongue whipping out and catching yeah. the bug or whatever is like the yeah. moment that I was like, oh, I love this episode. He gives him the ladybug. He's like, <laughs> yes. oh, you want some tea? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, Bean was like, how about a bug? <laughs> and then, <laughs> oh, comedy gold. Oh, so good. All right. Uh, number eight for us was episode 44, Apple Wedding. I can't love believe it. this episode so high. Here. I know. <laughs> Uh, we just considering the the storyline. It's unbelievable how much is introduced. We have Wyatt, King of Ooh. Every character brings a lot to the table, and it's really funny. So, yep, it was just such the, a shock, like how well balanced it all was. Ultimately. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> also, the, the confusing thing for me, though, and, and we talked about this in the episode, was, like, Cinnamon Bun was there to help PB, but he's also, like, part of Flame Princess's, like, pod. So I just was curious, like, how that worked out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and he wasn't himself either. So... Yeah, he might have been half baked again because of the environment or something. Yeah, or real world, they probably wrote it before they wrote the other ones. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep, that's the most possible. Absolutely, (laughs) the most probable. Yeah, yeah, yep, (laughs) yeah. It's funny that that's your number eight, and I have it at forty-seven. I know. (laughs) know. That's probably like our biggest difference. Yeah, yeah. All All right, for me, we are now in algebraic territory these are my top episodes so everything from here these are the best of the best when i think of adventure time these episodes are like the episodes heck yeah number eight for me is james baxter the horse i just awesome Ah, yeah and what's funny is this isn't even my favorite james baxter episode interesting i just love the character and i love that it's just like a happy episode like Mm -hmm. they're they they just want to be like James Baxter and make mm-hmm. everyone happy. It's so simple, but it's so pure. Yep. Yeah. Have anything bad I, to say about I think about what's this cool one. about this. Yeah. I think like, what's cool about James Baxter, Baxter episode is it really like encapsulates like the, like what adventure time is, you know? Mm-hmm. And it feels like it's really like this. If, if, if I were to pick an episode, maybe that's what I would share. I don't know. From my limited viewing, y'all. Yes. But just like this would be, this would be one to capture kind of a little bit of everything. It's just pure enjoyment. It um, is. And it it's is. so quotable. Every scene in this one is memorable. James Baxter. <laughs> oh, I love this one. I love the little girl with the ice cream that's screaming. Yeah. And the weird milk monster in the end. Like everything about this one is just, it's so good. It, it reminds me of the episode. I don't even remember the title, but it's the one with the horse that just stares at them with poo eyes. Oh, yeah. The like eyes. They, they, yeah, they did that one. And that episode really wasn't that great. It was so weird. It's, but then they it's do really weird. One, it's like a, same, a similar concept of the horse, uh, but it's just like, whereas that one's just pure weirdness. This is just pure, like, joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I agree and with I, that. I, some I, of the, I, sorry, go ahead. No, no, you. It's just some of my favorite episodes are the ones that it's just like Finn and, Finn and Jake have nothing going on that day. Oh, let's go do whatever we feel like doing. We're going to copy this horse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Where are we? Oh, number seven, episode 52, Billy's Bucket List. Uh, Finn completing Billy's Bucket <sighs> List. I feel like Love this was episode. a good passing of, of the torch from it, it's saying like it, all these callbacks to early seasons in this one. But then also with this new tone that the that the show is going for, it, it's it is like the bridge between the first half of Adventure Time and the second half. And I think it did that so well. But it's also not like it doesn't feel as big as other finales do. Mm. What what we were talking about is like I didn't feel like Billy had a good send off, and this episode does that for us. It really mm-hmm. gives Billy the the send off he deserves, and also furthers the storyline and also has a number of callbacks that like heals parts of Finn or parts of the story that were kind of like left undone. It's just, there's just a completeness about this, this episode Mm -hmm. that we really liked. The fear feasters back. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, just really enjoyed this one. Yep. Upon a rewatch, this one moved up 
from mathematical to algebraic. Nice. And I love episode 16, Puhoy. Puhoy. Oh, yeah. Ah, so good. Like, I've found that the knife storm stories are some of my favorite. Mm. Yeah. I went back and looked, and Rainy Day Daydream was fourth out of the 26 episodes in season one, and this one is now seventh. So ranking, mm. I mean, it's very comparable to where it's like, I love these episodes. They may not be the very top episode of the season, but they're mm-hmm. ones that like, they're just really good. Yeah, good point with the Knife Storm ones. They're always really good. I don't remember, but Rainy Day Daydream might have been our number one for that season. What season I don't remember was what was my, that was season one. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember what my number one was, but I did go back and look it up and I said it was fourth for me. But like, it's just... The the one thing that kind of keeps it from being at the very top or even close to the very top is that when he leaves, it is all forgotten. And I kind mm-hmm. of was like, dang, I wish you could some keep some of that with him. Yeah. Because yeah. he lives an entire life. But it's heartbreaking. Like, yeah. And even in again, watching it and then going and watching these newer episodes. Matt, you said you did watch episode five of Fiona and Cake, right? Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't. No, haven't okay, we haven't watched, watched five or six. Yeah. Later, text me later because there's some stuff in this episode that I noticed to or yesterday when I rewatched. I was like, oh, there's some stuff for again that they're sprinkling these little things. They do it throughout the rest of the show. I just never want to give spoilers, but yeah, I love that his children are named Bonnie and Jay, which mm-hmm. is very close to Bonnabelle and Jake. Like, oh, I, I, I somehow thing. never made that connection. Yeah. And then also I was wondering with Jay being close to Jake, is this another one of those references that Jake is actually JT Dog Zone? Because they never fully confirm well, it. Yes, we know of... he totally is. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, they never confirm it. I'm though. concerned that you're wondering that. <laughs> <laughs> but I also want to point out, if you remember at the very end of the episode after he dies and he's shot back into our reality or whatever the reality we're watching is, he jumps off the tongue of gold. That was our first entrance to gold in the mm-hmm. show. Yep. Who then becomes a larger character down the line. So, and we even see in these newer, the newer shows. So it's mm-hmm. like really cool yeah. that this episode doesn't fully play a role in Finn's story, but like, it has such meaning, at least to the viewer. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely love this episode. Every time we watch it, I'm so glad we've seen it again. But I always feel so like emotionally like drained by the end. I'm like, oh man, that's a lot. And while um, Sean's well, and in I think it. that's why, <laughs> like that, and I think that's why Puhoy is so high on our list is because it it's just it pulls on those emotional heartstrings for sure. Yep, absolutely, and a few of these top tier ones do. Yep. Uh, All right, so number six for us was episode 33, Time Sandwich. Time Sandwich. It Uh, has high rewatchability, comedy gold. I know you think the sandwich is weird, but I think it's funny. And I think it really, like, I don't know. It just just highlights all the the fun that's in Adventure Time. I think Time Mm. Sandwich is one of the ones that I will go back to over and over. I'm a person who's very passionate about the quality of a sandwich. (laughs) <laughs> so I yes totally get, that like, is very 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 passionate about it spent a half an hour making a veggie sandwich and then there's also like that frustration of like you you made this perfect thing and then you try to recreate it and it's like sad and pathetic for some reason when he remakes the sandwich mm-hmm. and it's just like wilted lettuce 
yes <laughs> between two funny. pieces of bread yeah i don't uh this is just one that i've rewatched many times and this is like this is the card wars yeah. of this season for me yeah. yes yeah mm-hmm. i could see that that's that's our biggest gap right there because i had that at 48 so that's Ooh, a that's 42 just, that's episode split between us yeah that's wild that's just wild to me yeah all right for me number six is episode 28 be more nice I, uh, interesting like we talked about bemo like as the show's gone on bemo's just just fantastic and this is another one of those yeah. that pulls it all the heartstrings like i think the first half of this episode isn't nearly as strong uh, mm-hmm. but as it goes on it's just it's so nice to get more depth and learn more about bemo's story and the history of of why yeah. bemo is the way it is like absolutely yeah yeah like I even wrote, so we know why BMO is doing this stuff. Like why they explain episodes like BMO Noir as a system that understands fun and knows how to play. So it's like, while it may not be playing with the boy as Finn, mm-hmm. even on its own, it's still playing these games. Like it's it's designed yeah. to play games and have fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I I like Mo a lot. She's a very genuine person. Seems like all he wants to do is just to help people but mm-hmm. i do wonder how old that man is because that was kind of insane yeah like, yeah and he's yeah. like he's more like robot than human at this point yeah 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 we'll have some more on that one coming up too I, I i also mentioned with with how old he is like if we think he's that old especially with how long we see pb living like he would have to be older than that which is a yeah. long time yeah yeah. So yeah. Yeah. But a, but an amazing episode. Like the ending when Bimo meets its family, like mm-hmm. tears in my eyes. Yeah. 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 Uh, I got choked up watching that one this last time. Yeah. And I was like, I have allergies. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wrote. Stupid allergies acting up. <laughs> I always have something in both my eyes. All right. Number five for us is Lemon Hope Two, episode fifty-one. I was very surprised while we were talking about these episodes uh, in retrospect, how much we actually liked about this one. The addition of flannel boxing day as a character. we really <laughs> loved that character. We like to imagine it's not actually princess bubblegum. <laughs> kind of blew my mind when you said that, because I well, never, I never put that together. Me neither until yeah. last viewing. <laughs> so we have to say the ranking for this is based on the fact that flannel boxing day is not PB. So if it was PB, I think it would be much lower. This is like that. episode 20 or <laughs> number 20. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. Uh, but yeah, Final Boxing Day, we just liked the story in this one overall. The animation we noticed was like a, there's a lot of effort put into the visual storytelling mm-hmm. here. And we get to see a whole yeah. lot more of the world than we usually do. So just really, really put it up there for us. Again, yeah, hearing Bubblegum sing at the end, the Lemon Hope song was really nice. It's a good song. I love, love that song. It is. It's absolutely Cont- awesome. Contender for favorite song of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. My number five. We didn't say we we're in top five. Ooh. Oh, number we're in top five. Episode, five. <laughs> <laughs> episode 100. <laughs> number 17, BMO Lost. Uh, oh, interesting. The BMO episodes, again, they're, they're close to my heart. They're probably going to rank pretty close. I think BMO Noir was really high last season. I don't remember where, but I think I had it pretty high too. I just love yeah. Bemo. I love Bubble and how random of a character that is, and the fact mm-hmm. that it's talked, it's talking and voiced by LeVar Burton is lovely. Yep. Um, Ricky Sparkle, 
I did write is probably the ugliest thing that this show has ever done. <laughs> like there are characters like Brocco that they mean to make ugly, but this one was just like a special kind of like creepy grotesque. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that bubble proposes and then Jake's just like pop, like, Hey, I popped that bubble. That was fun. Our, the looks on our faces when that happened was <laughs> the wild read after that, like of, I'll always be watching you. I'll always be here. And it's just like that whore, like zoom in on BMO's face. Mm-hmm. And then, yay. Yep. <laughs> We're cool what, with it. What like, I know to add on it, the show managed to make LeVar Burton scary. Yeah. And that takes skill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Number four <laughs> is episode 16, Puhoy for us. Um, and we've talked a little bit already about this. So I don't think we need to go into much more detail. We yeah. just love it. It's a great episode. It's great story. And, and speaking of, yeah, and again, LeVar Burton, you know, Star Trek Next Generation actor. You have uh, Jonathan Frakes as probably my favorite guest performance in this season uh, as uh, Adult Finn. Really good. Yeah, yeah. we've talked yeah, a bit yeah. about this one already. I think we've covered everything we have to say about it pretty much, but absolutely love it. It's this, it's a no-brainer. This is always, this is, was always going to be in the top at least five. Yeah, yeah the, yeah, the Adult Finn stuff is fantastic. And it is mm-hmm. crazy. I didn't bring this up in The Vault or in Puhoy whenever I covered it, but the future or even in Finn the human like all of the stuff this season with every time we see a Finn character whether it's you know alternate whatever and the arm mm-hmm. like yeah. it's crazy the yeah. groundwork they lay for that that's just totally I always wonder in this one in a world of pillows how did he lose that arm exactly and it's made of <laughs> pillow which they eat pillows yeah. and they sleep under pillows and blankets like it's so weird crazy but very Wild. fun. Alpha numeric. Right. <laughs> Number four on my list is the eighth episode, Mystery Dungeon. Um, hey. This would probably be my favorite episode in most other seasons. Like, mm-hmm. especially if this was like a season one episode, this would be mm-hmm. number one. Just because I love the random assortment of characters that are all thrown together and they all get to be their weird self and it all works. And that after all the weird stuff they go through in the end, it's he's, he really just wants to get that his book real so he can have Fiona and cake in the real world with them. So he's not lonely, but he accidentally got Nectar instead of BMO. Cause he's mm-hmm. just, he's dumb. <laughs> like it's yeah. Poor Nectar. Like they use tree trunks as bait instead of Shelby, who is the obvious one to use is funny. The whole pie thing where the rat comes out and then lemon grab knocks it out and then eats from its open mouth is just baffling. So gross. It's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I just love how insane this one. And the only other thing I have to say is Neptar is a beautiful soul. He deserves so much more from the people around him. Very neglected. If I had a never ending pie throwing robot, we would be best friends. Absolutely. I wanted to throw (laughs) pies into my mouth because I love pies. (laughs) <laughs> yep yep pie over cake that's my take yep same here every every birthday birthday pie well good yep. choice uh this episode deserves more love than it gets number three for us so the our top three any of these could be our number one but uh yeah number three is episode 14 simon and marcy uh glimpse at ice king and marceline 996 years ago uh this episode was so unexpected the first time i saw it it pulled on all the heartstrings. And it is the mm-hmm. perfect blend of sadness and humor in a way that's not jarring. 
Sorry, go ahead. I agree. I think it, it it's just such a gem. It really is a gem. I think like this is this is just really um, there's affection in here, and and just really think think about how how you have this budding relationship that you didn't really think would be likely and then to see it continue throughout like as a thread throughout the entire series is just so beautiful and to have this origin story essentially of these two and the impact of ice king and how this is just you see a glimpse of of simon in a way that we haven't seen before and i I just think it's it's just such a great great episode yep yeah to this point it's lovely to see him we've only seen him really as ice king so it's nice to see him normal and he's clearly like insanely intelligent compared to mm-hmm. anyone else and yet mm-hmm. he because of the crown is crazy and is just i don't know i love this episode reminded me a lot of the last of us on a rewatch yeah mm-hmm. i mean i played the game and yeah, watched I the show totally and everything that. but it was like when i watched it again i was like man this is a ton of like he's helping Ellie get to where she needs to go. And he's going to, in a way, sacrifice himself to allow her to yeah. live. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's a great and, point. And I haven't got to that one yet. It's not my number three. So, you know, yeah. we're almost to it. I'll have a little bit more to say on it then. But yeah, I love that episode too. It's so fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. But my number three. What's your number three? Yeah. Episode 48, Betty. Hey, okay. Uh, so I do. I understand that it's a lot packed in an episode, and I have issues with that in a lot of ways. But remember, I said I had two hills I would die on. Mm-hmm. The second hill I'm dying on is that Simon Petrikov is the best character in all of Adventure Time. His story, no normal and as IK, dwarf all others in the show. Like his story is the best. Mm, interesting. I mean, I don't know. You haven't seen everything. There's a lot of no, really good stuff. And again, one of my favorite episodes coming up, Evergreen, is a lot about the history of mm-hmm. the crown and all this, all the ooh and how we got here. So I just, I love that there's so much like passion put into these type of episodes, including Simon mm-hmm. and Marcy. Uh-huh. They really give us a fantastic look at the how intimate these characters can be, how they're like yeah. real life story. I don't know. I just... I love it. And the fact that in the end, they they get to even briefly reunite as themselves, mm-hmm. setting up some future stuff. But even then, like, this is maybe the first one. Most of his storylines, IK storylines, end really sadly. Like, we see him, and we kind of mm-hmm. feel yeah. bad for him. Mm-hmm. This one, there's yeah. it is still sad, but we see a glimmer of hope that will continue through the rest of this main show. Yep. Um, yeah. You know, they struck gold. Like you know, the the the, the writers must know they struck gold with this storyline because it's continuing today um, yeah. with current Adventure Time series. Like I, I love Adventure Time. It's, like a lot of it for me is like the humor and things like that. But as far as like storylines in it go, easily the best storyline mm-hmm. by yeah, a long I think, shot. I think this one, these really this one again. It's just a little too much. That's why it's not the the very top of the list. It's a lot in mm-hmm. one, but like we do get a lot of good little things that have huge impacts. Like the fact that also Marcy mm-hmm. gets to reunite with Simon. It's mm-hmm. been, like we were saying in Simon and Marcy, 996 years. Like, I don't know if he went crazy exactly that 996 years ago, but it's been close to a thousand years since he has not been Simon. 
Yeah. And yeah. she's finally getting a chance to talk to Simon again and not crazy IK. So mm-hmm. it's such a good one. Yeah, she really like thinks when she hears the news. Yeah. Can Van really think? That's the next answer. That's the next question. <laughs> also, the, the, well, Death as a character is so funny in this one, too. <laughs> Death is, yes. He is great. Also, I would have to say that I will pin like whether or not that Simon Petrikoff is the best character in the whole series. Mm-hmm. Wait until I see the rest of it, and then I'll, I'll okay. have a response okay. to that. <laughs> All right, so our number two runner-up is... Ready to have your minds blown. <laughs> Sorry. Episode four, Up a Tree. We love this episode. Y'all know it. We Our number one just barely edged it out. Uh, mm-hmm. We chose a heartstring over an entertaining, fun episode. Up a tree just has all the parts, all the things that make Adventure Time fun. It has great voice acting. It has just, it, it, it's just a, a great episode. Highly quotable, highly rewatchable. I don't think there's any episode of the show I find more funny than Up a Tree. Yeah. And the, fa- oh. and the fact that they brought back characters is is just just amazing you've all heard us gush about this episode for years at this point if you've been listening or there's nothing more we could say about this one it this was our favorite episode of adventure time for years yeah and uh oddly something something beat it out this season yeah yeah i get it, I get it. yeah it's sometimes the heart strings beat out the the ones that see i did the opposite the heartstrings didn't beat out my my top. Oh, okay. So for me, number two is episode fourteen, Simon and Marcy. Mm. Um, hey. It's probably them up there is one of the best like emotional episodes. I think I do question this, and then now as we've watched Fiona and Cake, I question a little bit less. But I was also curious how they get the theme rights to be able to play the Cheers theme song. How much does that cost? Yeah, I, I assume a lot. Yeah. yeah, and now they're using it a ton more, multiple times in an episode. So it's like, okay, well, maybe maybe it was a lot then, but the fact that maybe you get a discount, the more you, like, you use it a ton on a show, it's like yeah, cheaper. Probably not. <laughs> no, probably not. But, um, but yeah, like we we kind of already talked about this one. It's it's a it's an amazing episode. It is mm-hmm. one of the best episodes. It's number two in this list, but I think if I did a 200 whatever episode 50 something episode uh ranking it would be top five easy maybe close to number one like might be the same for us too yeah Yeah. and it it drops a little bit on this specific ranking but overall like it is one of the best episodes of the entire show nice all right number one time be more episode 28 this this one blew my mind because if you'd have asked me where I'd place this before we rewatched the season, I would have put this in like middle tier. Yeah. And this last viewing, everything in it clicked. Like, uh, yeah. I, I think even the first half before it gets serious, all the funny side characters of this one, like Aziz Ansari as um, one of the uh, guards, Simo or Demo. Yeah. And then you have Paul F. Tompkins as like yeah. the security guard. And then you have this random scene where it's like, oh, we're going to go take a break. And we follow them to the break room. Yeah, completely unexpected. But then, of course, <laughs> the the serious parts in this one are amazing. The ending is so emotional and awesome. But this is another one where it's perfect blend of uh, like all the tones that they were going for. It all meshed so well together that I think it is. It's a pretty perfect episode in my mind. Matt, mm-hmm. do you think that your viewing of it changed because 
you're watching it one you're older right mm-hmm. um but then also thinking about like like watching it with me as it with me at watching it the first time and like seeing it from a different perspective i assume that's probably the case because that has changed my opinion on a lot of the show mm-hmm. since we started watching it together uh seeing a lot of episodes under a whole new light yeah and uh this is definitely one of them like this is probably the number one biggest surprise for me this season yeah yeah, yeah. yep awesome love it yep usually we pick a fun episode as number one it is a fun one just it, in a it different is way. fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right well, bring it home episode 43 root beer guy Woo! oh my god <laughs> i love root beer guy awesome. i just watched it again today it is one of my favorite this would still be a top 10 overall and it's just it's such a simple story i love the fact that he's just some regular dude living a regular life yeah and he just, he stumbles, he wants more, he stumbles across something, and then it just, it looks like his relationship's over, and, like, he's gonna lose his wife, and, like, yeah, it just, it all comes together. We get a little more Root Beer Guy in the future, but this is, like, a single contained episode. Mm-hmm. I just, I love him. So, as, bingo, as I wrote here, yeah, bingo, bingo, good line. I wrote a story about a regular guy that accidentally stumbles upon something much bigger than anyone could have suspected. No one believes what he saw. He becomes consumed and begins to question his reality and sanity. His relationships suffer, and in the end, he's sort of right. I mean, he did see what he saw, but it wasn't really real. So the good guy wins, and his reward is to do what he loves, allowing him to ditch the typewriter and his mystery novel. And with his wife at his side, our hero proudly departs hand in hand to dance with his wife for the first time in quite a long time. Mm-hmm. Good job. I love this episode. <laughs> That's a really great way of putting it. And it gives me a whole new appreciation. Yeah. So, well, now there is like, I do find it weird though, that he walks in at one point and his wife's in a French maid outfit. Well, um, this is your up a tree. Root beer yeah. guys. Up a tree. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. I love Not it. Not as funny though. Up a tree is actually funnier. Than, yeah, than yeah. root beer guy it's just like root beer guys like just a really good story it's and his like different. monotone voice right. is also fantastic mm-hmm. yeah yeah yep, i agree wow. All right. good good choice oh, good choice awesome. that was really cool great ranking Woo. so okay we're gonna do one favorite finism so there's a lot of options but matt what was your favorite finism i was gonna go with anything from upper tree but i was like you know i I'm not going to do it because it's going to be too predictable for me. So I'm going with what the Bjork. I love it. Hunter, favorite finism. I wrote down two and it's hard to go between yeah, pick them. One. I think I have to go. Yeah, I'm going with up a tree as well, but ooh, ooh. I'm pooped. That's a good one. He says it, he says it so many times. Yep. Yep. <laughs> My uh, favorite finism is Madingus from. Uh, <laughs> I say that all the time. I call people Dingus all the time. It's great. I was going to go with pooped or. My dingus. <laughs> My dingus. My dingus. All right, Matt, favorite single episode character? I don't think I ever chose one. Um, I'm going to go with... Choppy Choppy. Oh, God, uh, the owl. I'm going with the owl. <laughs> From Up a Tree, Jim Cummings. <laughs> yeah, that's such a great one. All right, Hunter, what's your number one favorite? Um, Mark Proch is Johnny in Bad Timing. Yes! I just love his, his, his character. He Amazing choice. Good. 
All right. Mine is, I would have to say probably Flannel Boxing Day was one of my favorite characters in, in the whole series. Yeah. The difference in that that whole like two-part episode. Good All, right. All right. Favorite song, Matt. I just can't get over you. Ah, that's mine too. From the Slime Princess episode. Yep. I tell you a story about that. When Matt and I were dating, I probably told the story already, but like he sang that for me and and I know like it was just like oh it was just one of those great songs that you're you know I didn't I hadn't watched Adventure Time at that point I didn't really know the whole like like why that song came to be but it's just a great ditty it's a great song and it's awesome yeah right well I'm going with I'm going with the good little girl bad little boy song from Uh, bad little boy I love it awesome 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 all right, so now we're going to, our last thing is an impression. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Impression. <laughs> Me too, and I've, I just remembered, and I'm trying to, like, go through it, and be like, what can I say, what can I say? <laughs> All right, um, Matt, you're up first. I'm going to go with Jonathan Jonathan Frakes as Finn, alphanumeric. I love that. That was great. Hunter? You go first. <laughs> okay, mine is, I'm Finn, I'm a human. This Finn from <laughs> up a tree. We say that again as like highly quotable episode. We say it all the yeah, time. Absolutely. Yeah, I like to I like to do lemon grab, but okay. it's gonna get really loud. So I'll I'll equalize the audio or whatever. <laughs> I just like anytime he says unacceptable, he's like mm, unacceptable. I love it. <laughs> you should have been the recast lemon grab. <laughs> great. That's great. All right, Hunter, last thoughts about this this season. What a journey. Yeah. <laughs> like is, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It is such a long season, but it's kind of great. I mean, it definitely had to have been on for more than a year. I don't remember. I didn't look at the dates, but 52 episodes. I mean, full mm-hmm. year, but they, they probably doubled up at some point. But man, like it's been my favorite so far of the rewatch. It's it's got the it's the top heaviest. Like it has so many great contenders. I mean, we were like talking at 15. We're saying these are amazing episodes and could be one, you know, early on. Yep. Yeah. But the fact that I'm still in at one point at the forties and I'm like, I kind of love these episodes too. Yeah. Like, this is a really good season. Yeah, absolutely. Really quick. So Finn the human aired November 12th, 2012 and Billy's bucket list, March 17th, 2014. Holy wow. cow. Uh, yeah. So I don't really feel so bad taking so long to go through the season. <laughs> Yeah, we hey. took we took uh, about as much time to get through the season as the actual show did. Yeah, <laughs> you would yeah. think at one point they'd just break it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just, but like you, like Matt had said, they just their their showing of Adventure Time was so random. It'd be mm-hmm. off for weeks, come back and there a bunch, and then yeah, it was so random. Absolutely, ah, I keep saying absolutely. Sorry, that's like my default word today. And Matt, what's your what's your last thoughts on this season? I know every season I always say at, at the end, like this might be my new favorite season. And like, I don't, and now I'm feeling that way about this season too. It has some of the best episodes of the whole series, but even having stuff like we had like rupier guy at number 40 and I loved that episode. So it's just like, it was really cool seeing the evolution of the show just from the beginning of the season to the end of it. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to go, to go forward because season six, there's a lot I don't remember from that. So it's mm-hmm. going to be like watching it again for the first time. Yeah, and yep. it's another forty-two episodes. So, yeah. hot dog! It's, an, it's, it's the last of the long seasons. It gets back to normal after that. 
home yeah. stretch after that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for me, what I appreciate about there's an arc over this this season. You know, we start we have a little bit of sprinkling of like you know serialized um, episodes, but really it like kind of is like this arc of like, hey, we're we're moving away from like the classic adventure time, and we're moving more towards story driven kind of kind of episodes. Um, given I don't know what happens in, in future seasons, so I don't know how true that statement is. But from what I understand, um, there's there's more plot-driven stories, and so I just or episodes, and so I think it's just going to be really interesting to see what happens. And I think maybe this is just like a great middle point, and here we're seeing both, and as evidenced by our you know by our ranking, it's like there's the heartstrings, there's the you know, story driven, there's just the fun one-offs. And I'm just really curious to see what, what happens next. Very well put. I feel like we, we, as the show goes on, we grow with Finn. It's kind yeah. of how the stories go. They're really yeah. adventury and kind of childish in the beginning. And here mm-hmm. we are in more of the teenage years. And then by the time we get to the end, he is a lot more mature. So yep. it's really fun to, we're watching him grow in a way. And us as viewers are, I guess our viewing is growing with him. Yeah. And I think, I think that's what the story writers intended, you know, mm-hmm. that's why they had, you know, Jeremy's like, they kept his voice, you know, like as it grew his, you know, yeah. he, even as it changed, yeah. like you can hear his voice sounds different. Absolutely. Yeah. Who would have known the depths the show would go to like looking back at season one and thinking of an episode where like Finn's kicking a giant in the crotch and making it puke to <laughs> episodes like, Simon and Marcy, it's like, wow. Yeah. The show yeah. has evolved. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Hunter, we want to thank you for being part of this. Um, we appreciate your input, your thoughts, all the material you put together. We sure appreciate it. And uh thanks for hanging out. Of course, of course. I'm I'm so happy to be on here and like yeah. you know, episode eight or nine or whatever I started listening and just like emailing in. I wouldn't have thought we'd have got to this point and yeah. It's just, it's awesome. And if you'll have me, I'll be back for ranking X next season. <laughs> absolutely. I keep saying absolutely. I got to I got to keep it every episode. You get the Taurus to like. I know. I need more words. Positively. Yeah, Positively. <laughs> it shall happen. Right. Ask and you shall receive. Oh my goodness. All right. All right. So that is it. That is our ranking of season five. I want to thank Hunter again for joining us. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Can't wait to talk to him again. And uh, so now we're going to get to some listener feedback. If you're wondering where Amy is, she's actually working on the notes for season six right now. So yeah, we're really excited to get on that. Anyway, listener feedback, listener feedback. All right. The first one's going to be from good old friend of the podcast, Corbin, titled, After All These Years, It's Finally Back. And Corbin says, hey, y'all, just got finished listening to the newest episode of the podcast. This one was a little while ago. And can I just say, OMG, I'm so excited for what the show holds. I know you guys have said that it doesn't really feel like true adventure time, but I don't know. To me, it really does. I think this is referring to Fiona and Cake. And anyway, they say, uh, and maybe that's just because I have more context from Distant Lands and finishing the whole series. But again, I don't know. It could just be me. I was also more than a little surprised at the cursing and amount of blood shown. I know it's not anything crazy, but it still feels strange. I just want to say I love the first two episodes, and I'm super hyped for the next one. That coincidentally comes out on my 15th birthday. So that'll be a nice treat for me. LOL. Anyways, hope you're all doing well, and I'll catch up with you on the flip side. Bye. Well, thank you so much, Corbin. We always love hearing from you. So yeah, uh, as far as where you said 
we didn't think Fiona Cake felt like true adventure time. Like, th that was never meant as, like, a knock on Fiona Cake. I Like, to me, it just feels, there's enough of a difference that I feel like it is very much its own show. It has its own identity. Also, happy belated birthday. Hope you had a fun one. All right, and the next one is from another good old friend of the podcast, Kayla. And it is titled, Hi Amy, Hi Matt, I hope all is well. And Kayla says, I wanted to send in my thoughts on the Jonah symbolism from the Lemon Hope episodes. Okay, yay, okay, awesome. Yeah, we were hoping somebody would. I'm not saying that I'm right, but I do want to put my own two cents of what I think the symbolism is, if y'all are still confused. My religious trauma might be good for something. All jokes. <laughs> Once again, I've got a long email for you both to read. Sorry, I'm so bad at keeping my thoughts short, lol. I no need to apologize. We love reading these. So anyway, the story of Jonah and the whale. To summarize, the story of Jonah and the whale is a story of disobedience and redemption. Jonah was an individual who was chosen by God to deliver the message of the Lord to the city of Nineveh. Ooh, Nineveh? <laughs> the city was known to be a dangerous one, full of wickedness that needs salvation. Because of the city's reputation, Jonah was afraid and disobeyed God. He decided that he wasn't going to go and instead boarded a ship that was traveling in the opposite direction of the city that God told him to go to. During the voyage, the ship eventually ran into a major storm, one that threatened the ship itself, along with all the crew. The crew began tossing all their belongings overboard to lighten the ship load to hopefully be able to weather the storm. But when none of that worked, they threw Jonah overboard and the storm immediately stopped. While he was thrown overboard, he eventually was swallowed whole by a great fish, or as most say, a whale. <laughs> He lived in the belly of the whale for three days and three nights as punishment for running from his mission given to him by God. He spent that time in the belly asking for forgiveness from God for disobeying him. After the time in the belly, the whale spews him out and he makes the journey to Nineveh, Nineveh uh, to bring the word of God to the city, henceforth bringing salvation to the inhabitants. How it relates to Lemon Hope. I think the similarities in the story are, are as follows. 1. Lemon Hope disobeyed Princess Bubblegum, disobeyed quote-unquote, Princess Bubblegum originally by refusing to go to the castle Lemon Grab and save the Lemon People. Two, he boarded a ship that eventually led to his banishment of the ship and being abandoned. Three, was saved by a quote-unquote whale and Flannel Boxing Day, which is God indirectly if you consider him to be PB, because PB is the god of all the Lemon People in a way. Wow, that's a really good point. Four, made his way to castle Lemon Grab and delivered salvation to the city. I hope I explained that in a way that makes sense. Yeah, you totally did. I love it when Adventure Time makes worldly references to things I have a bit of knowledge on. Some other stuff. I'm very excited for y'all to be going into Season 6. It's got some of my favorite world-building episodes along with my all-time favorite filler episode that I keep talking about. Thanks for the crab apples, Giuseppe. Oh yeah, I love that episode. Man, a lot of people really love that episode, huh? Um, I know that I've mentioned it to you both before a lot, uh, <laughs> so I hope you enjoy it. Otherwise, I've gotten your hopes up for nothing, haha. <laughs> Regardless, if you if you do like it or not, I'm super excited to explore the rest of the show with you both. I'm looking forward to it very much. I'm also super excited for the Fiona and Cake series. I haven't listened to your first episode yet because I still need to watch it for myself, but I'm beside myself with excitement. I have a bunch of theories about Fiona and Cake and how they planned the regular Adventure Time series. Hopefully all my questions will be answered soon. Final thoughts? I'm so sorry I gave y'all a whole essay to read. <laughs> I have such a bad habit of going on and on about this show. You both bring such an encouraging and supportive energy to your fans that sometimes I can't help it. I love writing to y'all. I don't expect you to read any of this on the show, by the way. Oh, it's happening. And Kayla says, I'm aware it's a lot. But if you encourage people to share them, then I'm always going to be first in line. Also, very excited to hear all the submissions that other fans have submitted. I would submit one myself, but I can't sing for the life of me, so I'll enjoy everyone else's voice. Keep up the amazing work. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, so that's referring to the uh, lis listeners sending in their music submissions episode. 
P.S. Have either of you heard of slash played the new Baldur's Gate 3 game? It's a big D&D story game. That's super amazing. I believe I remember a while back Matt saying he enjoyed dungeon-type games. I could be wrong, but you should check it out. Yes, I do. I love dungeon-type games. I've not played Baldur's Gate 3. I hear it's amazing. People are really loving it, so I'm glad that you're enjoying it. And also, thank you so much for um, all the info on the Jonah story and how that related to Lemon Hope. Like, that's awesome. I'm so glad that to have this knowledge now. And I really hope that you enjoyed Fiona and Cake. I can't wait to hear back from you about that. And I hope that a lot of your theories ended up playing out because you you are like probably the most knowledgeable in Adventure Time lore of anybody that I know. <laughs> so you're probably like right on the money. So thank you so much again. We love hearing from you. Feel free to write in anytime. All right. So next we've got an email from Fred P. Uh, there was actually another email before that by Catherine L. But it does have some spoilers, potential spoilers for Fiona and Cake. So I'm going to read that one on a further date in case anybody hasn't had a chance to catch up with that show. So anyway, from Fred. Oh, hi, I'm Cosmo from Nigeria, and I just wanted to talk about how entertaining your podcast is. Actually, I'm an individual podcaster myself. I've talked about Adventure Time in about two of my episodes. If you'd like to check them out sometime at the Midnight Coffee on Spotify for podcasters. Thank you so much. I will absolutely check that out. And y'all are entertaining. Also, Matt, you should get into voice acting. Your impressions are so real. (laughs) Thank you so much. Adventure Time is my number one cartoon. And I'm really waiting on y'all for season six and the Food Chain episode. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really curious about that one because I haven't seen that episode in a long time. Uh, Anyway, love y'all and your podcast. I think both of you are a fire duo. Thanks for the entertainment. And also, Fred sent some images. Looks like some fan art of Adventure Time. And also um, a logo for the Midnight Coffee podcast. So yeah, I'll definitely be checking that out. Thank you so much for the email. And I also hope your podcast is going well. All right, so next we're going to go to Ryan, Ryan L. The title is Fiona and Cake, Holy Shirt Balls. <laughs> and Ryan says, hi, Matt and Amy. Hope you guys are enjoying the series as much as I'm enjoying your coverage of it. Can't wait to hear your thoughts on the most recent episodes. Just finished episode seven and eight, and I'm looking forward to next week's finale for obvious reasons. I've been pleasantly surprised with the series as I always dislike the Fiona and Cake episodes. Oh, really? Uh, I was expecting a, a random episodic adventure, but not this heavily tied together story that fills in some blanks from Adventure Time. And I'm super down to do Distant Lands when you get there. Take it sleazy, <laughs> Ryan. Thank you so much for the email, Ryan. And yeah, I'm so glad that you enjoyed Fiona Cake, especially knowing that you weren't a fan of the Fiona Cake episodes in the original Adventure Time. That's that's a hot take. I've, I think I've known one other person who didn't like those episodes. <laughs> and it's my sister. Hi, Regina. I'm also really glad that you enjoyed our coverage of it. I hope that you, you continue to enjoy it up to the finale. And yeah, I, I wasn't sure what I was expecting from Fiona Cake in the beginning. Like, I, I kind of thought it was going to be an episodic adventure thing, too. And it wasn't. And I, I also really enjoyed the fact that it tied together some things from some loose ends from Adventure Time. All right. So next we've got a message from Raven S. And the email is titled, My First Email. Hiya, my name is Raven. I'm a huge fan of Adventure Time. My favorite characters are Marceline, PB, Phoebe. Flame Princess. Oh, Phoebe. Huh. Huntress Wizard and Peppermint Butler. Plus, I think Death is a cool character. Oh, nice. We could agree on that. My favorite seasons are 3, 4, 8, and 10, not including the Distant Lands, which would be Wizard City and Obsidian. I found your podcast at work and listen to it every night because I'm Graveyard. I'm thinking of cosplaying Marceline for my 25th B-Day, November 10th. Happy belated birthday, by the way. But at KumoraCon, which is the week after. I can't wait to listen to the rest, but I listen on Spotify. I also plan on writing books, which will look better than this email. Anyway, I hope that you have an amazing day slash night. Thank you so much. And man, graveyard shift. I used to do it myself. Uh, I hope that you've adapted to it. (laughs) 
And yeah, um, I'm so glad that the uh, podcast helps you get through work. And also, so your favorite seasons are 3, 4, 8, and 10. I know I love seasons 3 and 4. 10 has some amazing episodes. And then it's a, it's a shorter season, if I remember right, too. And 8, I know that's a big story-driven one, and I can't wait to get to that. Well, anyway, thank you so much for the first email. Feel free to write in anytime. We love hearing from you. All right, and we got an email from Nico titled, to be honest, I like Fiona and Cake more than Finn and Jake. <laughs> Wink face. And it is some artwork of Fiona riding on Cake's back. And it's awesome. I, I, would, I can't wait to share that one on social media. Thank you so much. And also, fine, you can like Fiona and Cake more than Finn and Jake. And we got a follow-up email from Nico saying, I need my cat cake. Do you know why? And there's, oh, wow, um, a photo of their cat, who is like the same color as, as Cake. And also very adorable. Okay, next email is from Demon Assassin, and the title is Loving the Show. And their message is, hey guys, loving the show, wanted to send this saying I'm about three episodes away from being caught up in about a week's time, lol. I wanted to say that if you're interested, there's a Card Wars game available by Cryptozoic Entertainment that is easy to find on Amazon or most major board game retailers. Though I will say the rules are a bit complex and not hologram tech included. I wanted to include a small story of why I didn't watch Adventure Time. When the show was on air, I worked at Walmart in the electronics, and the display TVs kept running ads for the show, <laughs> and all they showed was Finn and Jake in random locations, with Finn constantly yelling, what time is it, over and over again, so it just seemed like the most annoying show ever, <laughs> with only that to go on. Until around six-ish years into the show, when a friend gave me uh, some actual info on what the show was like, and I gave it a shot and loved it. I now own the DVDs as well, and watch it often. Funny enough, I think they only say Adventure Time, maybe two or three times in the entire show. I know one early episode, Finn says it, and another episode, Finn asks Jake what time is it, and Jake says, Adventure Time? And Finn answers, no, man, it's like 3.30. <laughs> but those are the only two I can recall. Personally, my favorite character has to be Flame Princess. Oh, nice, good choice. One of my favorite episodes is Thank You with the Snow Giant and the Flame Wolf. It is just so cute, and I can't get Sleeping Ice King saying, in iceable vink armor out of my head. <laughs> So the episode that gives me the most feels is bad timing with LSP's boyfriend disappearing. This makes me so sad and is like a Black Mirror episode that will always live with me as a cautionary tale. I've haunted YouTube for a number of Adventure Time, Steven Universe, and other such songs, and I've found some really good covers, and since the AI thing, you can find a few covers by Finn, Jake, and Bimo out there. They are so-so. If you want me to send any along, let me know. Oh, yes, please. Absolutely send some along. We'd love to hear it. I currently do a small Sailor Moon project where I parody the manga and post it on social sites like Tumblr, Insta, and Twitter at SMRewrite. It's PG-13. We'll love a shout-out if, if you could be so kind. And yes, you're absolutely getting a shout-out from us. I also plan to start selling custom stickers soon, and I'll gladly send more information when the time comes. Lastly, Matt, you could easily get work doing impressions or voices. You do so many great ones. Thank you so much. I'm very flattered. There's an entire job of voicing over actors, cursing in movies for TV and such. Yes, I know. That would actually be such a funny job. Keep up the great work, L. Thank you so much. That was an amazing email. And also, that's a really fun fact. Like, they don't actually say Adventure Time that often throughout the show, do they? I kind of want to Google, like, the exact amount of times that it's said. Also, thanks for the information on the actual Card Wars game. I'm one of those people who, like, I, I, I can never stand a game that's too complex as far as, like, board games and card games go. So I would probably hate it. I bet Amy would like it, though. And yeah, I, t I can totally relate with um, when you said you worked at Walmart and you saw the commercial over and over again for Adventure Time, and then you're just like, I have no interest in this. So I used to work at a video rental store back when Movie Gallery was still a thing. 
and we'd have like this one DVD playing all day, every day, and it would just show like the same clips and like movie trailers over and over again. And like by the end of the day, like day one of that DVD, I'm like, I don't want to watch any of these movies. <laughs> also, yeah, uh, that's awesome that your favorite character is Flame Princess. That's amazing. She is a pretty awesome character. All right, and we have a voicemail from Erickson. So let's give this a go. Hey, again, guys, it's me, Erickson, again. Um, I was calling again because I heard you guys were going on a vacation to New England in, um, the winter for Christmas, and that's actually where I live. So, yeah. And, yeah, I was just calling to say that. I love your podcast. Just listened to the episode, your latest episode a few minutes ago. Bye! Oh, thank you so much, Erickson. We always love getting voicemails from you. And by the way, like we just love getting voicemails in general. So if anybody ever wants to send one, please do. We'll totally play it on the show. And also, yes, we went to New England. We went to visit my family. Uh, chances are we probably drove by close to wherever you live because we started in Rhode Island and like drove up to New Hampshire one day. So we were just all over the place. Anyway, we hope that your uh, holiday season was great. And thanks again for calling in. All right. And here's an email that I really wanted to be sure I got into this episode because it is a ranking top five characters and episodes by Frosty Salt. They say, hi, Matt and Amy. I'm Brett. You may know me as at Brett Flicks on Twitter. Ah, I do know you. I do know you. Love interacting with you guys on there. Today, I was listening to your podcast episode over Simon and Marcy in season five, and you both mentioned how awesome it was for people to share their favorite episodes with you. So I wanted to share my top five characters and episodes. Ooh, I love this. Okay, top five characters. Number one. Yeah, actually, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read these in reverse order. Build the suspense. So number five. The Witch and the Witch's Garden. I'm not married. <laughs> yes. Four, Fiona. Loved rediscovering her in the Fiona and Cake spinoff, and I can't wait to get to your coverage of it. Three, Flame Princess. She deserves her own spinoff. She's literally been closed off from the world. Want to see more of her perspective. Yes, I do too. That's always been a heartbreaking thing to be with Adventure Time. Like, I always wanted a little more of Flame Princess. Two, Finn. I love how he changes and grows throughout the show. I agree. And number one, LSP, Lumpy Space Princess, because her one-liners are the best. All right, top five episodes. Number five, Bun Bun. Much needed closure from my FTH and FP. Oh, oh, you know what? I I don't even, I, I don't remember that episode by name. Uh, four, Apple Wedding. Yes, I love that. Every, everyone at the party, get ready. Here comes the hot bunch of grapes. Three, The Creeps. LSP yelling in agonizing pain as she's in the bathroom emptying her dump truck will forever be iconic. Yes, amazing episode. Two, Hot to the Touch. Even if we like each other, we're going to hurt each other. Oh, my poor heart. And one, Burning Low. Probably the best marketing in Adventure Time history. Made it seem like a love triangle. Ooh, I don't even remember that. Well, <laughs> thank you guys for this amazing podcast. I've been listening for the past few months, but really feel a part of the ride. One of my favorite moments on this podcast is when Matt exposes you both using hot, wet towels over microphones to get clearer audio. Wait, <laughs> I don't even remember that. I was laughing so hard. Keep up the amazing work. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for sending that ranking. I love reading these. As I mentioned in a previous episode, millennials love rankings. So I, so I was so happy to read this. You're awesome. And I look forward to talking to you more on Twitter. I refuse to call it X. All right. And finally, we have an email from Mateo. Mateo N. Titled, Oh My Golb. And they say, hi, Matt and Amy. I love that all these emails are, hi, Matt and Amy, at the beginning. It's become like a tradition. Uh, Happy New Year, and congrats on making it through 
five whole seasons of Adventure Time and the first season of Fiona and Cake. I've been binging through the podcast since the new year began and finally got caught up. Oh, finally. <laughs> what do you mean, finally? You've only been listening for like a month. I can't believe you got through this many episodes. Man, I'm proud of you. I, I'm an avid podcast listener myself, and I know that's, that's a lot of listening right there. Anyway, I love how much you two have grown over the podcast, and I'm always looking forward to new episodes. It may sound strange, but much like I stuck around for you to come around with BMO, I'd also like to make a case for the Lich. Some spoilers ahead, but since you've seen Fiona Cake, nothing too bad. I find the Lich to be a very compelling villain as a reflection of nature of ever-persisting death slash destruction. The same reasons why people fear death or natural disasters is, in my opinion, what makes the Lich such a powerful and amazing villain in Adventure Time. Him being voiced by the great Ron Perlman helps, but his speech about inevitability really sticks with me in the best way. Much like Finn will always be a hero fighting for good in life, the Lich is doomed to his fate of pursuing the destruction of life. We find out later that he's part of a green comet, which led to the creation of the crown. Forces of nature in the universe are not always malevolent, and so don't make the best villains. However, they can be just as terrifying as your crafty villains. I hope this shines a new light on my perspective of the Lich. I'd go into it more, but this email is long enough as is. Can't wait for more Adventure Time coverage, and please never stop going. You've made my life much more enjoyable since finding the pod, and I'm going to start listening to the regular show pod you recommended next. All the love and stuff, Mateo. P.S. Amy, I love seeing mental health slash behavioral specialists such as you represented in media outside of therapy-specific podcasts. Oh, she's going to love hearing that. Thank you so much, and thanks for this amazing email. And also, a Happy New Year to you, too. I know we're towards the, the end of January now, but yeah, I hope that your new year was awesome. And thank you for all this info on the Lich. Like, actually, that does make me appreciate him a little more as a villain, so thank you very much. This is why I love interacting with all you people. This is, this is great. You opened my eyes to this new stuff. All right, so I know we've got listener feedback in the form of, like, Apple podcast reviews, things like that, and just, like, general talking to people on social media, but that's going to do it for now. I think in the next episode, I'll cover some more of that stuff. Also, we've got people responding to our Q&As on Spotify. We kind of want to start recording video responses to those, you know, get ourselves out there. So anyway, my, my goal was to get this to be the longest episode of the podcast ever, so hopefully I've succeeded there after editing. As I mentioned earlier, Amy is hard at work putting notes together for season six, which we can't wait to start recording this week, finally. And if you want to leave us a voice message, the number is 216-260-GLOB or 216-260-4562. We'll play that uh, message on the next episode, and I would love if you do an impression of a character. Uh, Rate us on Apple Podcasts. It's the best way to help the show out. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Podcast and on Insta at Pod. We are so excited to keep going. We are more than halfway there. And uh, I never know how to sign off when it's just me. So I'm just going to say goodbye.